Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is inspiring singer, Jasmine Battle. Thank you for joining me. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. <laughs> so I, I came across you because my um, one of my sponsors, Chainlink Entertainment, you one of his artists. Yes, I am. So how long you been singing now? I've been singing since I was... I always say since I could talk, before I could talk, but my mom used to tell me that I was singing like at two, <laughs> two years old, <laughs> two years old. And then I was like kind of composing and writing songs on my own around 11. When now, I get really back to started. the part. Was your mom lying or was she telling you the truth? I don't know because <laughs> this is going to be funny. Don't laugh. <laughs> she said who I used to sing all the time was like R. Kelly. <laughs> Not R. Kelly. Love. We're not going to edit it out. We're going to really. Nah, look. I'm going to be honest, man. Look. I don't, I don't, you know, I definitely don't condone what he did, but look, facts. his music is out there. I mean, you can't unhear it. Like, That's facts. You put, put some classic music out there. I mean, yeah, hey, you can't ignore right. it. There. Right. I mean, his career done moving forward, but exactly. look, it's already out there. So you said you write your own songs? I did, yeah. I started composing my own songs probably around mm, between the years of nine and when I was 11 years old. Wow. Yeah, so, and it's funny, Aaliyah was one of my biggest inspirations when I was a kid, when I was younger, back in the late 90s, as I started to get older, because I'm a 90s baby, so. So were the songs actually structured, or? They were. It's funny, I had, like, okay, don't laugh. So one of the, I had tried to put a, a girl group together not me but it was a bunch of friends and we thought we could be it was seven girls and two girls names were ebony and think we were just like the i was like one of the lead singers so it was like ej7 and i composed like one of our first songs called guilty and it was about a man cheating on his wife or cheating oh. on his girl oh, you about this? <laughs> 11 i was in fifth grade <laughs> You was listening to too much R. Kelly. Radio really, radio really influenced me though. For real, radio. I was really big listening to ninety five point five and ninety three point nine growing up on the radio. Because and then my mom played a lot. Having CDs were a big thing back then. Having like a big CD collection, so it was always listening to like a lot of nineties. Uh, girl groups like Escape, Total, you know, SWV, a lot of the groups, um, Jagged Edge, a lot of, it was cool. I mean, and those were my inspirations back then. So I just wrote from what I heard on the radio. <laughs> it's kind of cool, but kind of weird. <laughs> now, was you expecting a guest in the room? Hmm? Was you expecting a guest? What do you mean? Uh, somebody came in on the podcast. I didn't know if that was... Oh. No. Oh, yes. You yes. do it, though. Yes. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Yes. <laughs> like, I let her. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> then what is she? Was she a part of the girl group? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's a part of the team, though. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
so you got what you got a team of writers or well just a team like a management team to get me or help kind of get me through a, a process of like development because you know how back in the day it was kind of like not always say back in the day but before social media and before media became such a big thing for a and it's like almost an easier way to find artists but before you know they would just find artists off the street wherever and de- put them through a development through the label or whatever company a management company whatever and develop them that way but today is kind of different it's pretty different so working with people that have my best interest in heart really honestly okay well, yeah so let's get back to the to the girl group i'm gonna tell you what i think happened like every other group what you happened said you, you said you were doing the writing i don't know if anybody else is writing but you was doing the writing so usually yeah. the person who's doing the writing and right. everything usually end up leaving the i went solo <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was it was cool, though. But I always even with my cousins, we would put together groups and try to write songs. And we were called the MGCs. I always wanted it seems like when I was younger, the group thing was really popular. So I always wanted to be a part of like a group or something growing up. So it was was cool. Yeah, groups too hard though. They too hard. Yeah, there's a lot of drama. (laughs) Somebody I mean, let's just be honest in a group somebody's you're gonna have Beyonce in the group <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, and, it, and it's bad because it's like it's not like um the rest of them wasn't talented I I mean I thought I think Kelly and Michelle is very talented but yeah they are in their own just, right though <laughs> they just, were supporting acts though honestly it's just Beyonce had that that it and that glow yeah man, she took off and Man. Yeah. So how long does it typically take you to write a song? Um nowadays it 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 takes me quite some time. I norm it depends. Sometimes if I really feel the beat or the instrumental or a feeling a certain type of weight at the time, I'll then it'll come off like just and I'm able to write, 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 write. But other times when you get through those types of uh, writer's block and I only say that because we have to live in the, the regular reality of life and everything and so sometimes you'll get writer's block because you're focused on on your work or your schedule or task at hand so sometimes it could it, t- it could take me anywhere up to five minutes to three years that's what? a big gap but <laughs> yeah yeah seriously <laughs> you be on your D'Angelo <laughs> That was a big gap. <laughs> Good Lord. Three. You Good said, Lord. You say three, right? <laughs> Damn. You, Anywhere, that, you know. That's nine albums. <laughs> Might as well be. But there's some songs, I don't know if you ever know, like, I feel like classic songs that you don't know that artists have been working on for quite some time. You, you'll never know how long a song has been in a writing process. You know, because I feel like there's different steps and different processes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can create something with the, in, the, in a group of people, like you said, a team of people. And sometimes um, when you're by yourself, it comes naturally. 
Is it something um, you do to help you get over your writer's block or it just has to happen? Both. Both. Honestly, sometimes I'm just want to force myself. I haven't been, well, I have been writing lately, but they've been just ideas. They start as like ideas or feelings or emotions. And then I'll be able to find, um, and if music comes along with it or sometimes just acapella or with my guitar. Do you prefer, is there a way you like, is there a way you prefer writing? Do you prefer to hear the music first or is it like, do you not want to hear the music first or does it even matter? Um, no, it doesn't matter. I, I would love to have, and, and this happened, we worked with a, a producer, Jay Wells, um, who wrote a song that's going to be on my project. Um, and he produced the beat while we were there and it was cool because then the writing and the words and the lyrics and the feeling were all happening at the same time but sometimes it's separate sometimes the words come and then the music later or sometimes the music is there and then the words will come later it just depends on the moment in time honestly it's kind of there's so many there's not I feel like there's not just one way it's like so many different ways now you said happen. you said the the gentleman wrote he wrote the song Jay Wells correct? Yeah, Jay Wells. He produced the beat. He was a a good a hot, um one of the producers for Beyonce's track Why Don't You Love Me. He uh, produced that track for um, Beyonce. He was under the management with Matthew Knows, oh. and um, we got linked up by a cool friend that was a engineer. Um, his name is Quick. And then we got, he connected us to Jay Wells. And then from there, we produced a couple tracks together. But it's time. your lyrics, though. You wrote the, you wrote the yes. lyrics. Are yes. You, are, you, um, are, you comf- are you comfortable singing somebody else's lyrics? Like, a, yeah. Somebody yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes I think, as a, is, they always say you have, you have a couple hats that you have to wear. If you can, you are an artist, right? Everybody can be an artist. And that's just you being your yourself and your person and you feeling the world that you live in. Or you can also step outside of yourself and be that writer for somebody else. Or you can just be that artist and have somebody else's lyrics inspire you and you be able to perform. That's just like learning covers. You know what I mean? Kind of like singing people, other people's songs, but kind of making and that that's one of my favorite things to do is using mainstream songs, but kind of honing it in to fit my style and fit um, my overall flow of how I like to sing. For real. What about for others? Do you write songs for others? I would want to. I haven't though except for the girl group (laughs) 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 but (laughs) but I want to though like that's something I think I would really like to get into though as a career like um as in the I've always just liked the entertainment industry um so if that was part of the job and somebody may have like a may like a song that I've written and one and it's somebody hot at the time that may is like oh I really like these lyrics I'd like to sing it I would love for somebody else to sing something that I wrote I think that's amazing would you if you if if I if a person came to you with the idea uh-huh 
that you wanted to write the song. Would you would you kind of frame it from your perspective or would you kind of put yourself into their shoes to write the song? That's a good question. I think it would be a mixture of both. I always just love having that collaborative feel to it. Kind of like um, um, one of the hottest writers out right now. And I, I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. Amnesia or Nija. Um, she wrote for Beyonce. She's wrote for Summer Walker. She's wrote for a lot of um, Migos. She's wrote, written for a lot of people. And I think sometimes they all sit in the same room and come up with some collaborative um, idea. I would love to do that. I would love to sit with the person and see what they're feeling. And maybe we're feeling something at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. I mean, the writing process is cool. I don't know if you've seen Songland, but Songland is um that kind of, you got Esther Dean, you got um other two main hot writers, and then you have the artists, and they're all collectively trying to restructure a song. I think it's so dope. What is it? It's a reality show? Um, Something like that. It's like one of those singing, it's like a singing competition thing. They pick a lot of people who want to actually just write versus being an artist. They are writers. So they're pitching their song ideas to whoever they have on the show at the time. It's pretty cool. And it's on song. It's called Songland. Songland. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. I noticed it's funny because I'm big. Like I'm not a musician, but I love the songwriting aspect. Yeah. So let me ask you, right? So mm-hmm. I got a couple questions. So let's mm-hmm. say you in the you in the room. They say, okay, Jasmine, you you uh you about to meet Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Would you rather perform a song for or write a song for? Hmm. Write a song for. Really? Why? Yeah. Um, because writing the song for somebody that's as legendary as she is, like I grew up off of Destiny's Child. So writing for a legend versus just being able, because if I'm an artist, one day I want to be able to perform. So hopefully she will just want to see me perform knowing that I have a show somewhere. But if I met her, I would love to just see like her writing process seems so dope and seeing like the background clips of her. I would love to just be able to write for her and she say, oh yeah, I'm going to take, take this song and make it hot. Like, why not? That would be cool. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I want you to okay. tell me your top five. I want you to tell me your top five writers. We don't even have to know who they like. We don't oh. have to know them personally. The world may okay. never know who they are, but I want you to tell me who your top five would be. Dang! Can I start with the home team? Sure, go ahead. I okay. said, I know. <laughs> oh, okay, so Jay Watts, Chris Watson, <laughs> the Bros. The family. Um, and then I definitely will go down to like Amnesia, Summer Walker, Carrie Hilson. Um, let's see. Did I name five? That was five, right? You Me? named about 11. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't going to let, I wasn't going to interrupt. You wasn't going to stop. It's, you know, it's funny. I, it's ironic. It's kind of, it's real crazy because I just sat down. And I wrote this podcast out, and I, because I, I, again, I told you I love music, and yeah. I wrote my top five songwriters, but I'm mm. not gonna tell you because why? Because you gotta listen to the podcast. Oh. 
I actually think I'm going to end that recording tonight. This made me want okay. to sit on it. I have to know, because I like seeing who else is, in, what, your, what other, what is, who's inspired other people as well. I so, no, okay, you know what? I'll go ahead and just tell you my five. Yay. I'll be, I'll be fair. But okay. I'll go more in depth on the podcast. So, uh-huh. number five, I had, I had Diane Warren. I don't know, I don't know who that. that is. I have to look. Oh, See, now you got to me. You got to give me hood. You don't know Diane Warren? Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you something. Diane uh-huh. Warren has probably wrote more songs for all your favorite artists. Oh my than god! Anybody. Yeah. If you can, if you can think of the person, I promise you, she wrote a song for him. Okay. He has her own Wikipedia page. That's some of these songs she wrote. Yeah, I have to. How, you said Diane Warren. Yeah, Diane Warren. Okay. I don't even think she's ever sung a song in her life. Mm-hmm. But she's wrote about 5,000 of them. I think that's so dope. That's such a gift. That's so blessing. That's like, what? All you do is write? Yeah, that's wow. all she does. So I had her five. Um, mm-hmm. Number four, I had... Um, I hope I got the order right. Number four, I had um, Gamble and Huff. These Gamble old- and Huff? Yeah, these old school from wow. the seventies. You know them? No. <laughs> like Jay Z said, go do your research. Yeah. <laughs> so I really do. I think I need to do research on writing because you know that back then it wasn't so popular to know who actually constructed and wrote the song. It was just the artist, and then when Drake came out with his ghostwriter. Well, see, that's the thing. Ghostwriters are never supposed to be known. That's why it's called ghostwriters. Right. You know, once it just became so much money, it's like, hold up, dude, I'm penning these songs. I need... Because what they would do back in the day, they would just Mm -hmm. get you flat. They would give you like a flat fee, like, here, here's Mm $60,000. Like, whatever happened with the song is mine, but here's your sixty k. So you just write the song. So wow. I I hope I don't ruin my podcast. What I'm gonna say it anyway. So I gave you five, four, three. I had Nas. Nas. Two. Okay. Number two, I had Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm messing my order up. Hold on. I had. You said Diane. Then oh, Diane. I had six. I had six. So oh. Diane one was six. Gamla Huff was five. Um. Uh, Babyface, I think it was four. Oh, look, see, I can I can I um adopt your list too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I had then it was Babyface was four, Nas was three, mm-hmm. Az was two, and number one was Stevie Wonder. Now I already that know who Wonder is so classics. Yeah, but I'll yeah. go more in depth. Later, <laughs> yeah, but I no, that's dope. I wish I had time to think about that because now you got me thinking about Smokey Robinson and, of course, like Neo people. You know, it's funny, I, I don't think Neo gets a lot of credit, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I mm-hmm. didn't put him on it. It's weird, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost put him in it. It was, it was between him and Diane Warren. But the only mm. reason I didn't put Neo is because there's always been it's always been cloudy about who wrote Irreplaceable. Right. I heard that too. Because who who else did they say wrote that song? 
Um, so it was it was not like it was for a while he didn't really get the official writing credit. Mm-hmm. It was like it was kind of like hush like the ghost writing thing, hush how she wrote it. Mm-hmm. Then it started coming out that he wrote it. So they never really verified if he did or didn't write it. So because I've heard Beyonce help. Cause everybody that I pick, mm-hmm. like the people I pick, they have like I look at the songs. So I I look at the songs and I pick um people who I know for a fact they wrote that song by themselves. And then mm-hmm. and and I and I'm I'm going a little bit into my podcast, but I'm gonna just say it anyway since we're talking. So mm-hmm. I had Jay-Z and Nas kind of like on the same level. I think mm-hmm. Nas is better lyrically. Yeah. I gave I put Jay-Z over Nas because one, Jay-Z's songs just comes out better for some reason. So mm. it's kind of like his production helped him. And then Jay-Z has writing credits for others. Like Jay-Z wrote Still Dre. I don't know if you remember that song. Mm. For, for Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That Jay-Z wrote that song. Wow. I never so, knew that. So because he because he has a solid writing credit for somebody else, I put him over Nas. That was the only reason. What about Kanye? No, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> Dang, not even his his own song. Not even earlier, like dropout stuff? College dropout? Okay, so so here's the problem with me. Once I know you got a writer, I, I can't put you on my list. I mean, somebody else. I mean, I see one because who's to say we wasn't doing? He wasn't doing that in the past. Facts. Like, if you like, you you may not know the whole story of Kanye, but when they didn't want to do like Rockefeller didn't want to do Kanye albums, they wanted to put Kanye with um, Cameron. Oh wow. they thought better of it, and then they just let Kanye do his own thing. So maybe he was writing that stuff, maybe he wasn't. But now it's like, it's kind of different now. Like, rap, rap, back in the day, you could never have a ghostwriter. But now, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not, well, the, the big, the mega stars, they don't really frown upon them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. So do you get um, a chance to perform? Have I had the chance for, to perform lately? In general. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. The first time I moved back to the DMV, there was a comedy show that Jay had put together with... Um, the name slips me, but there was, it was a comedy show in Maryland. That was one of the first, like, actual public before, of course, everything that's happening now. Um, one of the first shows that I ever had performed up in the DMV. Um, and then other stuff was just local, which is wedding gigs and for friends and things like that. And um, But performing, it's gotten new now because now people are performing on Instagram Live a lot. So Jay White has an Apollo, he's the producer for 
Megan and Cardi B. He had this, and I was just saying that it was a great time to get to perform, but everybody's doing this new thing now where they're just having concerts or having um, listening parties on Instagram Live. It's so dope. And so I did, those those are more recent, but as far as physical performing, my last performance was in Georgia. And uh, my last kind of singing gig was with Summer Walker. So those pretty much sums up the stuff that I've done recently within the past year. How do you feel when you perform? Uh, It feels great. It feels like a healing for me and for anybody else. And it could be like one person in the crowd, but that's my goal is just to sing from my heart when I'm performing. I love performing is actually one of my favorite things to do. Like I've just gotten used to being like, you know, that artist in the studio. I never thought I could do it being an artist and recording. I thought my voice would come across different on a recording, but I didn't realize being an engineer, one of the hardest, not hardest, but I think one of the most um, main jobs that artist could ever know within the industry knowing how to mix and master and stuff and make your voice kind of cater to a radio a sound and having a sound but performing you can just use a guitar you can kind of play around with it I love freestyling one of my favorite things is a freestyle even though I'm not a rapper (laughs) but I like being able to feel like I'm a rapper So do you actually you, you actually play instruments yourself? Yeah. Do you, mm-hmm. Who do you play? I do. I play the guitar. Um, and that's probably... Um, I used to play drums and the viola, trombone back in high when I was growing up in high school. And then um, I took a guitar class. And from there, I just kind of stuck with the guitar because it seemed a little bit easier. You could carry it around wherever. You could be sitting outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sitting on the side of the street in the subway, the metro, wherever. But yeah. So you prefer like the you prefer like the intimate setting when you perform? Yeah, I do. I love settings where it's I mean, I would hopefully prayerfully one day sing in, in front of a football stadium stand. But I love it like uh, there was a group, I mean not a group, a cafe called Apache Cafe. When I first moved to Georgia, it was one of the main spots for artists to perform. And some artists got discovered from being at Apache. Um, But every time they had an event there, I would always perform at open mics and everything. I was pushing myself really hard back then in 2014, 15 to 16 for about a couple of years. Um, And I was singing there all the time. I was on main, I was really pretty sort of known in the, artist world down there in the underground artist world did you have stage fright at any point mm-hmm, all the time every time before <laughs> before i get on stage i'll be going to check the mirror a couple times oh you you still get it yeah i um i don't know what i i want to call it something different now um but it's those nerves the the nerves that you get before like oh my god okay you're about to sing, so be ready, get prepared, you know, practice, make sure all your notes are right, make sure you got all the lyrics down, and yeah, uh, that whole thing. It's kind of like like doing this, like, dress rehearsal in my head before I get on stage all the time. Okay. Like, I'm thinking about everything that I'm doing, every move, everything. It's crazy. 
So what would you what would your preparation be for the big stadium? Because you said you're gonna get there. So yeah, by the grace of God, I mean, um, what would be my preparation? You said yeah. Is it gonna be the same, or you would you change? No, I I wanna I wanna be well. Like I, I always use Beyonce as my uh, model for work ethic because she'll rehearse something well in advance to make sure that it's perfect before the actual date. But also I love freestyling and flowing with things, but I also just want to be prepared for like something like Coachella. So like, let, me, let me tell you a secret. I don't, I don't tell too What's the secret? <laughs> <laughs> I actually loved her Netflix special. <laughs> 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 one of the best though honestly i came in right let me tell you this let me say this story yeah. so, <laughs> i came in right i was let me say this i'm a sucker for biographies like anything dealing with people and their story mm. you could probably get me to sit down and watch so i come in the room i always had this thing i never like i always thought beyonce was overrated but really um, i think yeah. everybody did though you know what? I think it's because they, I think because they've pushed her so hard on us. But she could really sing though. Like, and I had to remember that because I heard a song with her and um, Luther Vandross uh, covering the, the close up. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she, she did her thing. So I'm like, damn, she could really sing. So yeah, <laughs> stop acting like she can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk yeah. in the room. My wife got on. Um, my wife got the what it's called homecoming, right? Yep. So she the got it. She got it on the TV. So I sit down. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it for like a minute, and then I'm gonna go downstairs. And I just kept watching and kept watching, and I'm like, damn, this shit actually. <laughs> and then it just showed like all the stuff she was doing, like working with the um, HBCU bands. Yeah. This yeah. Shit, you good? Like I was. <laughs> oh my god I was so surprised I'm definitely inspired because I went to HBCU so seeing all of that really brought me back to like how they really do like there when I got when every summer those band people the band students and and all of them that make up the whole I don't even know what they call it but it's just everybody that all the steppers and all of the fraternities is real life so I love that she incorporated it that it, that was like one of the dopest things I've ever seen. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she pulled that one together. I was like, damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I'm one of the biggest Beyonce critics. And even I was. For real? Yeah. Because my wife. Oh, Jay Z's in your top. Uh huh. I mean, because, like, hold on, wait a minute. You gotta remember, I'm 40, so. Oh. <laughs> like, yes. Jay Z was out way before Beyonce. <laughs> That's facts, though. Oh, you talk about Beyonce was like what thirteen when Jay Z first came out. I don't know, something crazy. Was so, she really? Wow. Yeah, because ninety six. Wow. I was ninety six. I was sixteen, and she's younger than me. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's about she's about thirty. She's about. I think Beyonce is like what thirty seven, thirty eight, something like that. Something like that. So she was about fourteen. Oh, oh wow! In Destiny's Child, yeah. Yeah. So or yeah, because 
So the bottom no, line, don't you dare compare. Don't <laughs> don't try to compare. <laughs> Me being a fan with Jay Z, okay. Beyonce, they are not. <laughs> they're like, not. They the just same. married. They're they're not. They just married, but they they they've done good things together. I can't. Okay. Uh, I like what they do. Like I like like I like I like her. Um. I mean, she get she she get a song here and there. Like I I, can, I mean, mm. her music is more geared towards like a, a a woman power. Yeah, I'm not a woman, so it her music uh, is more, <laughs> it's not gonna touch right? me. <laughs> I mean, my wife love it, but you gotta draw the line somewhere, right? Facts. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, facts. <laughs> so I can't I can't let you go. Um, Without singing something, I want I want to give you a chance to sing something live so that you, the people okay. can why I was excited to talk to you. Oh, thanks, thank you. Um, okay, uh, I did have something prepared. Um, hopefully, just give me a thumbs up because um, this is something that I have on SoundCloud. Um, it's called a uh, Pretty Bird, a track that was uh, re. Uh, originally by Janae Aiko, but it's a medley with uh, Lauren Hill. Some of my favorite artists have Drake, a friend of mine um, from Houston, Texas, um, by Brick Liam. And I kind of composed this song together, listening to a chopped and screwed version of Janae Aiko's Pretty Bird. And then I had to, I needed to find the producer that could remake the beat. But when he remade it, he made it its own song like I could have actually took this beat and wrote my own lyrics to it but I was so geared and ready to record this song and just release it to the public on SoundCloud and um and on my SoundCloud it is Jasmine Battle on there and if anybody's listening to who's trying to find this song it's called Pretty Bird and um we can just get right into it just give me a thumbs up if you can hear the instrumental okay That ugly duckling grew up to be a small When a good thing goes bad, it's not the end of a world. It's just the end of a world that you have with one girl. And you're overreacting. You're the reason it happened. And it's all because you don't want things to change. So she had just self-expressed herself to death now. There's nothing left. Ooh, nothing left. She finessed it. Cause she the bestest, yeah. She the bestest. Pretty bird. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. I know you heard them. Please don't die. Pretty bird, pretty bird, I know you heard them. Well, so am I. Please don't cry, you can fly. And there's a blinding light inside you, and they cannot deny you. Make me one from my head to my feet. Send me free. Ooh. Today I lost my job and my baby. 
crazy now I'm three seconds from going crazy Nathan, the sunshine My only sunshine They were more like flashlights But now I'm crazy I need the sun to shine right down on me I need you to shine Make me warm from my head to my feet Set me free But see it hurts so bad When it hurts so bad Why does it feel so good When it hurts so bad When it hurts so bad Why does it feel so good oh. I might feel real, real hard ones oh. But the love wasn't returned Found out the man that I died for He wasn't even concerned I tried and I tried and I tried and I try to try to keep him in my life. I cried and I cried, I cried, but I couldn't make it right. I love the young man. If you've ever been a lover, then you'll understand. And if you've ever been in love, You'd understand Ooh, no What you want might make you cry What you need might pass you by If you don't catch it What you need ironically Will turn out what you want to be If you just let it We live in a generation of not being in love and not being together So cry if you need to But I can't stay to watch you That's the wrong thing to do Wrong thing to do Pretty bad Damn <laughs> Let me tell you, I ain't even gonna lie I was, Let me tell you something I was gonna stop you after about 15 seconds. I was, I was like, about to say, I'm sorry. I didn't but know. look, look, because I was like, what if she really can't sing? If she only can do 15 seconds. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I think I've been getting I normally cut I get nervous and I cut myself off before. Nah, you soon. got a real so James. I'm about to I'm about to get the manager business like Mark. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you got Thank a real you. voice. I thought you had Thank you. Time, I thought you had the studio voice. You got the real right. Voice. I've been working on it, you know. <laughs> Damn, job well done. Thank you, man. Thank you coach. so much. Thank who, who you. Credit for them chops. Who the singing coach? Man, everybody connected with me right now because they've been pushing me really hard to just let go, open up, and practice and do as much as I can. Um, 
because I, like I said, I love performing. Performing live, you're getting, and I'm not saying that you don't have energy or that I don't have your energy, but it's a different type of energy when you're performing live in front of a whole crowd that's like cheering you on or like, dang, or just rooting or like, oh my God, sing, girl. And like, well, I did like, smile. You, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That was energy, though. But see, that's what I'm saying. Thank you for having me, though. Thank you for even letting me perform right now on your podcast. That's dope. Shoot, girl, you about to draw my numbers out. What you talking about? <laughs> what? Like, we driving each other numbers up. What? This is supposed to be I'm dope. About to, I'm about to lie to all my folks. Yeah, I knew that first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So look, so look, when you're on that big, big stage, don't yeah. forget about it. Don't can fan. We got you know what I'm saying. Can never that. She's not doing no interviews without me. Call me first, (laughs) (laughs) right? Because you're getting exclusive right now. I know we don't do too many interviews, but yeah, I'm serious. You really, man, you could really sing. You really, thank you, thank you so much, man. Thank you. I'm sure it's gonna be some big things coming. Wow, I'll be following along. We guys, let's stay connected for real. Look, shoot, you ain't gonna lose me. Look, I ain't <laughs> gonna lose your number. Yeah, not... <laughs> but all right, <laughs> we gotta make sure we tell the people how they can follow you before we before we end. It. All right, yeah. Well, so um, everybody can follow me or just look my name up. Google me, Jasmine Battle, or on Instagram. I am Jasmine Battle, SoundCloud, Jasmine Battle, YouTube, Jasmine Battle. Um, um, you can, the Chain Entertainment website. Um, where else? I mean, you could pretty much find me on J underscore Watts82's page. Anybody, Stephanie Veronica. Um, hers is Runway Ready underscore MUA. I mean, there's a lot of people you can find me. Just look for me, Jasmine Battle. Thank you again so much. And I, I, I again, I want to thank you for taking the time to do it. Um, I really appreciate you doing the interview and also lending your tireless and showing showing the listeners how great your voice is. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, special thanks, thanks for to having me. Oh, definitely. Especially thanks to my sponsor, First Gen Fly and Chain Entertainment. Again, Chain Entertainment Easy. is behind the artists on the podcast. So well, yeah, I'm trying to get him. that. Definitely. Thank him for all this love and support. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate you all support and have a great day.